You're now listening to Fundamental Fast Pitch. Welcome back, everyone. It's Mike here with Jessica Tanner and Heather Maloney on the Fundamental Fast Pitch Podcast. This is episode 59, the importance of a strong athletic stance. Ladies, how are you guys doing today? Oh, wonderful. Both of you are doing wonderful or just one of you are doing wonderful? Heather and I are sitting right next to each other today at the park enjoying the beautiful morning. So that's, yeah, we're, we're both here and we're both wonderful. Did you get uh, donuts or some sort of breakfast pastry with your coffees? It, out of the two of us, which one do you think <laughs> got one? Uh, you? I did. What do you think it was? We went to Starbucks, by the something, way. Something with a ton of caffeine. And what do I... Uh, hmm, Starbucks. I don't know. If so, I don't really do Starbucks. But if it was me, like there's never n- any wrong opportunity to buy a cake pop. So I'm going to go with cake pop for 200 Alex. <laughs> so um that would be the correct answer if you ask my daughter that's anytime uh-huh. we're together mommy we got to go we got to get a cake pop and now we're on the kick where we have to get one for her little sister too um my so we're just so, spending 15 dollars at starbucks every day yeah hey you know what sometimes it's worth it for a five-year-old that thinks she's a big deal going to starbucks with mommy which by the way i do not frequent starbucks either but um, my drink of choice is definitely a iced uh, vanilla latte right now. Um, and then in terms of accompanying treats, uh, anything with cream cheese is always a safe bet. So I got a cream cheese Danish warmed up, of course. It was still, I, I wasn't terribly far off. Um, now today, today's topic is that of a strong athletic stance. What is it? What is it not? Um, Ladies, let's get straight into it. An importance of a strong athletic stance. What is the importance of a strong athletic stance? Let's kick it off with Coach Heather, even though, I mean, I, I feel like I need to give Jess a couple of seconds to have a come down a little bit because she seemed more energetic than me, and I don't know if I'm just emotionally prepared for that. <laughs> so <clears throat> the strong athletic stance, um, what is it? It's it's like the basis for everything we do in softball and really in any sport. Um so it, it's it sets it's the way we set our body so that we can move quickly in whichever direction, whichever manner we need to. Um, what it is not is just standing around, wait, chilling, waiting for something to happen, um, not being prepared. Okay, so I have my hand raised, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Coach Jess. So just to add to that one step further, um, you guys just got done listening to our episodes about infield no-nos and outfield no-nos. And we had a common theme amongst both of them in that one of the most important things that like from the very beginning of the play is getting your prep steps, getting ready and getting ready to move. So when it comes to a strong athletic stance, I think most importantly, the easiest way to simplify that is a stance that makes you that gives you the ability to like mobilize quickly whatever direction that is forward back side to side doesn't matter if only this was a video podcast we'd have a visual breakdown but since we do not have that you want to go ahead and give us uh what that might look like yeah, so we'll we will, and then what we'll do for you guys is we're gonna have a um, we'll upload a video link where you guys can see Coach Mike demonstrating an Excellent. athletic stance. 
Oh, even oh. throw in maybe some oh, shadow drill against his daughter so you guys can see why it's important. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but on that note, so I'm going to try to give you guys a visual since this isn't a video podcast, Um, what <clears throat> it looks like. You're going to have a relatively wide base, um, obviously nothing extreme. So when I say wide, maybe about shoulder width apart or slightly, slightly past that. Um, also depends on your your player stature itself. If they're a shorter, shorter, if they're very, very tall, they might have a little bit wider base because it's going to take them, they're going to have to cover more room to get that glove down to the ground. Um, bent at the knees, like I said, ready to make a move. Um, bent at the knees and at the waist, again, so that basically any part of your body can make a move any direction. Um, typically, you're going to have your weight balanced, maybe slightly forward, um, for example, if you're in an athletic stance in your batting stance, maybe like your weight towards the plate a little bit. Um, you're definitely not going to be on your heels. You're going to be, um, I think I would say probably more so on your toes, expecting to make a move forward mm -hmm. and then being able to not have too much of your weight on your toes where you can drop step or move side to side at any time if needed. So sitting here thinking about this, um, I think, maybe a, a like a, a succinct way to put it is like you need to be in a position where if you need to move to react to a ball or begin your swing or whatever it might be your first movement should be to that goal it shouldn't be um you have to take a second step and or a first step and then go ahead and go for a ground ball so like for example we're talking about a wide base if i get too wide and i need to move to my left to get a ball to go after a ball um, if i'm too wide i'm gonna have to shorten up or narrow my base and then I'll be able to move in that direction but if I'm in a good athletic stance with a wide enough base but not too wide I should be able to go first step straight into that direction that I'm trying to go into I shouldn't have to take um like a sort of a, a pre preparatory step to to go into the athletic uh position to go into what I'm trying to do the coach Heather um, has dropped preparatory and succinct and the, the first 30 seconds of her podcast so, so many big words today i'm like sitting here with google translate on the side but i i, I kind of joke we talked about real quick for heather before you continue the prep steps were you a one two step or one two hop into your prep step type of person no i just took steps i never could figure out the hop <laughs> i the, can see you trying <laughs> thanks the the, the the i i i i was i you know i didn't really play much infield um but the the one two hop i mean that's basically so your your body is like at a squared position to go in either direction correct versus the left right left right um jess whoever wants to take that question i i'm gonna be honest i was a i was a, a one two step two and i never really really understood the value of the hop um i can understand that it gets you like on your toes and ready to move any direction but i can very easily say that like creeping in and having more of your weight on your toes and having a good reaction a good drop step would be like the same effect i don't think i would i think i'd actually prefer to to have my momentum and my weight moving forward towards like heather said the goal of the play which would be a ball off off of the bat or if like same thing if you're on the bases athletic stance like towards the next base but the hop to me it's it's to my personal preference, again, this is an opinion-based podcast, but it's too balanced to where you like 
yeah, you can move any direction, but if you know your goal is to move forward and to react to like a ball off the bat in front of you, to me, just talking through it, that makes more sense than to just have a square like stance. For sure. It seems I think super good. Um, I think it's largely just preference and what feels good to you. I think, though, that if you are going to go hop, you have to have good timing on when you land your hop, because if you're too early or too late, you're going to be, you know, kind of missing out on the opportunity to be truly ready when that ball is coming towards you. Yeah, totally fair. I I, I find it interesting. I watch a ton of baseball and literally I see it 50 50, like in terms of who does what it's like. There's no like you said, it's like I think it really, truly is preference based on what I see, at least visual eye test wise. Um, well, and you know what I've seen too is the people that like Heather said, timing is important on the hop, right? So you have the players that maybe they do like take more of a hop, but then most of the time they're still taking that next step. So to me, it's like a, a combination of both. They're not ever necessarily like flat footed, <clears throat> excuse me. They're still like hopping into like a forward approach. All right, it sounds sounds good. I, I now I'm gonna have to go back and watch it more succinct and succinct. Did I get one? Did that? Did, did, did I have the two mic one now? <laughs> Tell me right, you yeah. have you literally have Google pulled up and you have been trying to use that in a sentence ever since Heather said it. Ever since ninth grade economics, probably. But yes. <laughs> um. All right. So when do we when do we need an athletic stance? And give me an answer other than always, please. I was oh, gonna say yes. dang it. I was going to say yes. And I was nope. going to say always. Yes. I know. That's going to be a different answer than that. An Batting, base running, fielding. If you're on the field. If you're on the field. So always. Yes. Okay. And I think, and so this too, so obviously this is going to get a little bit more specific, but like catchers need to be in a catcher specific athletic stance that allows them to move to the ball and block and slide and do all the catcher things that you guys like to talk about. Um, and then same thing as pitchers after pitchers get done, like pitching the ball, they need to be able to get into an athletic stance to feel their position. So, um, obviously there's different variances of what an athletic stance is by position, but those, those two positions are not forgotten and that they still need to be athletic and ready to make a play. If not more athletic and ready to make a play. Yeah. Especially behind the dish, right, Heather? <laughs> well, in the circle too. I mean, it, you know, you don't want to be caught off guard with a comebacker right at you. So you, you need to be ready to make a play and be athletic. Absolutely. Um, why is it important? Um, it's it's setting us up to to make plays. Uh, if we're not athletic and ready, um, we're going to be much slower. We're like we just talked about being in the circle. You're going to put yourself at risk for injury, um, especially on the infield in the on the corners. Um, the ball is getting to you real quick, and if you're not ready and ready to move quickly, um, you're going to get hurt. So um, it's like I don't know. I can't even explain all list all the reasons why it's so important to be in athletic stance. It's just the it's literally the basis for every movement you're going to make. Yeah, and I'm just being. Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. No, I, I, I didn't have anything else other than add. Other than I was gonna make a joke, and now I forgot in the joke. So I, 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 I insist you continue, Coach, Coach Jess. Sorry, I was just gonna add from an outfield stance too. So, infield athletic stance, obviously, it's more reactionary in terms of like safety and being quick to the ball, quick to get an out because you have a lot less time to be successful, like in that position. But outfield obviously reactionary because it sets up um, a good first step, a good path to the ball, but outfield too, you have to cover more ground. 
So if you're in an athletics or if you're not in a strong athletic stance, you're not going to be in a position to do that, whether it's take a good angle or drop step instead of backpedal or cover more ground. Like it just, it just like our prep steps for everything else, your strong athletic stance is the step before your prep steps. So, I mean, at some point, all this just becomes second nature and, and such and such, but as a coach, how might we be able to encourage the kids um, to get into that athletic stance um, as we're just learning the game of softball, Coach Heather? Well, I'd say that um, for some kids, it's going to come natural to just kind of get into that, you know, wide base, bent at the knees and the hips um, or the waist. Um, some kids it's going to come natural, but other kids it's not. So it is something that needs to be practiced. They need to be taught how to move their body and to get into that position where they can be strong and athletic. Um, before we even start moving our body, we need to to learn how to get into that stance. So there are a lot of kids, um, my daughter being one of them, she's not, I mean, she's just a big kid and she has not grown into her limbs yet, even though she's still, I mean, she's almost 13 years old. And she's to still me, has, she's softball athletic though. She's a baby um, giraffe. <laughs> you did not know her a few, like a number of years ago. Like she has come a long, long way. Um, and that's right. because she has made an effort to practice it and work on it. Um, we've always said that like, if she ever figures out how to move her body, she's going to be super, super dangerous. And she's, she's figuring it out. But all that to say that it's something that you have to practice. Not everybody is just born with the gift of being that natural athlete and just goes into those motions naturally. So it's something that you can absolutely get better at. Um, it needs to be practiced though. So I hear what you're saying and I'm going to do what I always do and, and champion her here. So the athletic stance, I think, and what we're thinking here, we're, we're we're thinking like, I feel like we're down a path of like quick and speedy and stuff. Like, to, but to me, that's not like necessarily what athlete, athleticism only is. Like, she's strong, she's powerful. Like that, there's athleticism in that, right, Jess? Or yeah, no? and so I think what we're trying to say, without obviously saying it, is like Less softball ready. And you guys will never hear me <laughs> say that again. So like take note but just in a ready position to make a move and we kind of we actually skipped over something that um in terms of a strong athletic stance in terms of what it is not uh and this is again going back to a coach Jess pet peeve but we forgot to talk about the hands so when I think about a strong athletic stance it does not include having your hands on your knees it has your hands oh, out in front of you or tucked and ready to run like somewhere other than like a resting position. You need to be in a reactive position. So is a reactive position having um, an amazing player dancing before each pre-pitch, but then when the pitch is thrown like ready, that could be an athletic position, right? That person is ready to go, is as, ready to as play. As long defense. as they're ready. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. As long as they're ready when they need to be ready, like yes. when pitching in their windup. Yeah, I love it. Um, So we talked about why it's important. When do you need to be in an athletic stance? But how can you work on that, Coach Jess? Um, so, again, this is coming from repetition. Heather just talked about how her, her daughter has worked very hard to be become more athletic and agile and reactive. Um, that's going to start with prep steps. Anytime you have an opportunity to encourage players to kind of creep into an athletic position, to have their knees bent, eyes on the ball, looking to make a play, um, that's throughout your practices. Anytime you do balls off the bat, situations, um, scrimmages, uh, whether you come up with some sort of lingo that works for your team to remember that, but 
that's where it starts. And like we have talked about kind of like building from the ground up, starts in your feet, starts in your footwork. So um, that's where I would recommend you guys start. And then from there, you can incorporate some like drills. So some reaction drills, hand-eye coordination, um, um, balls off the bat, shadow drills, movement drills, lateral movement, um, and then take it a step further. And you can also incorporate some speed work to get their feet moving faster, to get them lighter on their feet, more agile. So that's going to be like your ladder drills, um, your boxes, your cone drills, change of direction, um, things like that, where you practice like athletic movements so that it becomes more natural, like between the lines on the field. Coach Heather, anything else to add? Uh, those these drills here they don't have to be <clears throat> they don't have to be softball specific like they're general athleticism drills as well as as you know throwing a softball into the mix too um so anything that and i'm a big fan of like hand-eye coordination especially for the younger ones that are really still just figuring it out um it doesn't have to be you know with a softball and a glove on your hand um anything that's going to get force you to Move you know, <clears throat> force yourself to get into that athletic position you know legs bent um, feet wide, um, moving quickly and <clears throat> being coordinated in your movements. All right. Um, anything else you guys would like to add as it relates to the importance of a strong athletic stance here today? Um, I just want to add, I know Heather's already touched on it a little bit, but not only the drills are not necessarily like softball specific, but also like being athletics, being athletic, like softball, basketball, volleyball, jujitsu, soccer, anything like athletics is sports in general. So, um, I do think then, then again, this is just personal insight. I do think that those multi-sport athletes, um, have a good thing going and maybe even have an athletic, uh, have a leg up on athleticism just because the other sports are pulling in different muscles, different movements, things like that. So this is not me on my soapbox trying to promote multi-sport athletes, but I do think that, that's a way to help them be more athletic. And I'm not necessarily saying go sign your kid up for like, like all these extracurriculars or um, select teams and this and that. I just think that the more different environments you can put them in that encourage different types of athleticism is going to make them overall a better athlete. So even if it's speed and agility training or things like that, I think that's another like resource that would be helpful in improving their athleticism. And I'm and absolutely biased a common theme and that everything that they do is going to start with a strong base, a strong athletic stance. I was just going to say, I, I, I think um, admitting my biases, if you will, I, I think softball, baseball, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm pretty sure like that this sport translates to all sports based on the, the range of motion and all that other stuff that you have to do to play the sport itself. Like typically I feel like, um, you know, it translates super well across all avenues. And that's me getting off my soapbox of promoting multi-sport athletes as well. Um, <laughs> Coach Heather, anything else you want to add? No, sir. All right. Well, this was episode number 59 of the Fundamental Fast Pitch Podcast. The importance of a strong athletic stance. The next episode. I don't know. Title TBD. We're going to go with having realistic expectations for now, though. So until next time, this was Mike here with Jess and Heather. Thank you for sharing across all social media platforms. We are pushing 200 subscribers as we talked about last episode. Our engagement continues to grow, so keep doing what you guys are doing um, and the way you're doing it. So until next time, thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day.